1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging loved one? Are you a senior searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. And now, America's Senior Care Consultant, Steve Keeker.
0: Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker. Your Senior Care Consultant, and I really appreciate you tuning in. Today we have a wonderful program teed up for you with my uh, friend and special guest, Mr. Bruce Glenn. He's the owner and operator and the CIO of the Glenn team at Infinitas. But before we bring Bruce uh, online here, we have another exciting announcement. We have a new affiliate station, new station joining the Senior Care Broadcasting Network, KTLR AM and FM and that's in oklahoma city oklahoma Uh, the show is going to air saturday mornings and sunday mornings and they just started this a couple of weekends ago so uh, to mike miller and all of the great folks at ktlr am and fm in oklahoma city welcome to the senior care broadcasting network and bruce how about that we're in we're in oklahoma now
2: I love it. And, you know, I actually have a lot of clients in Oklahoma City and Oklahoma, both private and 401k clients down there. So it's a a great area and I
0: love the people. All right. Well, you might you might let them know they can hear you this weekend, uh, Saturday mornings and Sunday mornings on uh, KTLR. AM and the FM sites. So. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. So, all right. So, uh, Bruce, uh, let's go ahead. So, you know all things financial.
2: <laughs> you, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but uh, okay. we've been doing it for a long time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, to me, you do. So. <laughs> okay. But uh, so here we are. We are right at the end of the year here. Let's talk about a basically, how about give us a market recap of the year 2023.
2: Yeah, fair enough. And I'll try and keep this at a high level and I'm actually going to go back before 2023 because okay. it, this whole fiasco the last two years we've been in is started back in 2022. So, you know, we came out of COVID and we had uh, supply chain problems, we had, you know, people not working, we had unemployment problems, a whole bunch of things going on. Unemployment was too low. The Federal Reserve thought that this high inflation was transitory as they said. Mm-hmm. They thought it was going to go away automatically. So I think of inflation, uh, the Federal Reserve's attempts to get inflation in check was kind of like pulling up to a four-way stop sign with your car. If you recognize it soon enough, you can have a nice smooth stop. Well, the Fed didn't recognize it soon enough. And so when they did recognize they had to stop or, you know, fix inflation, they had to really jam the brakes on hard. Mm -hmm. So the, the late spring of 2022, they finally started raising rates. And they raised rates like 10 times in a row, and several of those times were three quarters of a percent at a time, like four times in a row. It was historic.
0: That's painful. It was very painful. <laughs> and so,
2: you know, we had previous market highs in, in late 2021. And then 2022 happened and and all the markets, both stocks and bonds went negative uh only the third time in history. Oh wow. and even gold was negative in 2022. That's and, unheard of. Right. So it was really, really <laughs> rough year. And then towards the end of 2022 inflation started to improve. And the Fed said, you know what, we think we're getting closer to the end than not. So that was kind of a little bit of a improvement as far as the stock market mentality. And then in 2023, we've had kind of starts and stops, starts and stops, depending on what the numbers came out on inflation, on unemployment. And the weird thing about it was bad news for the economy was good news for the stock market. And, v- and vice versa. You know, coming out of, uh, you know, June was, was relatively good, and July was a strong month. And then August, September got a little bit goofy. October was scary because you had, you know, several weeks of not sure of who the Speaker of the House was going to be, the re-election efforts and all that oh, and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was looming potential government shutdown at that point. We didn't know what the Federal Reserve was going to do because they had, you know, just started to skip raising rates. And then we had the horrific terrorist attack and war in the middle east so october was a god-awful month it just was bad yeah but then you know these w- war events you hate to say it as terrible as they are but eventually the market kind of starts getting a little bit numb to it as it gets past the mm-hmm. the, the event it a little bit it gets a little bit longer in the tooth we got a speaker reelected. the fed did not raise rates and then fast forwarding to today they've actually skipped three meetings of rate hikes in a row and they, recently, they've even said that we will probably uh, lower rates, maybe as many as three times in 2024. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's yep. that's cool. So the the thing about the Fed is is that um, Chairman Powell has said many many times that he felt like previous Federal Reserve committees had lowered rates too quickly after they had previously raised them Mm -hmm. so he made a point of saying that i'm really not you know we're going to pause and wait and see and i like that approach and so i don't expect to see them lower rates unless something really dramatic happens that we don't see at the moment i don't think they're going to lower rates till probably the second quarter next year but we'll see it's going to depend on whether inflation continues to you know improve and, and the underlying economy economic hidden numbers look good or not
0: well i like the cautious approach because they probably recognized a mistake that they've made before and they're like, hey, we're not going to like start celebrating and, and lowering the rates. Let's just... Let's just cut, relax here a little bit and let it breathe for a minute, and then start to do that. I'd rather have them do that than lower the rates and oh, too soon, then, and then we're back up, and you start kind of this this bouncing ball. It's just, that's I, I like the approach. Right, because
2: uncertainty is what the market doesn't like, and that would cause a lot of uncertainty if they did that. So to look at the high in, you now the key indexes people pay attention to the Dow Jones Industrial Average. You know, right now we're at basically the previous highs from two years ago. The NASDAQ hasn't fully recovered, but getting closer to it. And the SP 500 kind of that same range. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the overall markets today are about where they were two years ago in, in a lot of these indexes. So that's, that's a good thing.
0: Okay. And you mentioned that bonds were down, and that's uh, an extremely rare situation. Uh, so, I mean, how does that work?
2: Yeah. So that's really a conundrum because I wish that our industry would do the statements that clients see a different way. Mm-hmm. So think of bonds as like a CD at a bank. You know, they're going to mature at a certain value in the future. Well, bonds are the same thing. It's a lending instrument. You as a client, me as a client, we buy a bond. We're lending money to the state of Kansas or the state of New York or whatever the case might be. And they're promising to pay us the full principal back at a certain date in the future, the maturity date. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, they're going to give us, in most bond cases, they pay interest as they go. Well, on the statements that clients receive – it says what the bond value is on that given day, meaning that if you sold your bonds early, what would you get for them? And in mutual funds, the same thing. It's all the bonds they have collectively. Mm-hmm. What are those worth today? And it doesn't say what they would mature at full value. So that really scares people. And we've actually seen last year and the year before a lot of redemptions in bonds that were unnecessary because people were fearful and didn't realize that they really hadn't lost anything because there's real intrinsic value there. Mm-hmm. It's only if they sold early. Yeah. So yep. there, a lot of the bonds have uh, built-in profits sitting in them right now as we speak that we could see stock market type returns in the bond market Whoa. the next couple of years. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's historic. It really yeah, is. I'm very crazy. excited about the bond market going forward.
0: Well, usually bonds are considered you know, very conservative, very safe. But now you have this kind of this uh, th- this crazy, uh, like you said, it's just unheard of, unseen historic uh, experiences in that market. Stock market rate of return, uh, potentially, in the bond market. I, I've never heard of that.
2: Yeah. And so the bonds in 2022, the Barclays Aggregate Bond Index was down the 14% range negative. That's it's rough. But again, and, it wasn't that they were had lost any value. The same quality of bonds are going to mature at full value. It's just the tradable value if you sold early.
0: Yeah. Just, so just hang on to it. it. It looks like a loss on paper, but you don't realize it unless you actually pull that trigger, sell it, and then now you have a loss. Exactly. Yeah, so hang on to it. Okay, and then uh, are there any silver linings in the past 20 months of all of this market pain?
2: Yeah, so actually there is. So the silver lining is is that if you've got dividends from your stock funds or interest payments from your bond funds, and if you were not taking money out or not taking too much money out, you're compounding and your dividends are reinvesting at the current prices. So dividends and interest payments per share are the same price per share, but they're rebuying it, whatever the current tradable price is on the shares of investments that you own. Mm-hmm. So the price is down. You're buying more shares at a cheaper price. Mm-hmm. And then next month, you're buying even more shares at a cheaper price. And that compounding effect really takes effect. So when the markets get back to even from where they were two years ago, if you didn't take money out and if you had a reasonable amount of quality there and, and some yield, you actually have a higher account balance in most cases than what you would have had if the market had just stayed flat.
0: I would call that a nice silver lining. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right there, right there. And I'll tell you what, so if you're listening to this program and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, my financial advisor, has, they haven't discussed any of this with me. If you're interested in a second opinion... I would highly recommend reaching out to Bruce Glenn. He's the CIO and owner of the Glenn team at Infinitas. I'm going to give you a phone number. It's a Kansas City-based number. But, Bruce, you're able to work with clients all around the country.
2: Right. we Absolutely. Uh, and we've, we're in, I think, 45 states
0: at the moment. Yeah. And we can turn yeah. our license on in any state in a matter of an hour. So okay. it's not a problem. Okay. So here's your phone number. You're, you're like, you know what? Bruce sounds like a, a, grace guy, a great guy. And, and by the way, he is. And he's he is incredibly knowledgeable. He shares all of the wisdom and, and all of his information on our program on a monthly basis. If you're interested in a second opinion, reach out to Bruce. 913 563 And and again, if you're anywhere in the country, that's the number, 913-563-7327. And now, the Senior Care Live question of the week. This is a good one. (laughs) On presidential election years, which party fares better for the markets, Republican or Democrat? What do you think? You're
1: listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more with Steve coming up next.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. This is a really good one. On presidential election years, so we're coming up into that, November, uh, well, 2024 is the election year. So on presidential election years, which party fares better for the markets, Republican Party or Democrat Party? And the answer is... Okay, the answer is uh, neither. <laughs> so, so Bruce, that sounds like a little bit of a trick question. It is a little bit of a trick question, and, and it's
2: a question that I get asked a lot when we get within about a year of the presidential election. Every, yep. you know, for my career, it's been a big thing. And um, the situation is, if you go back throughout history, last you know six, seven decades, and you add up what the the presidential election year in the market did, mm-hmm. and Slotted either on the Democrat side or the Republican side. Yeah. Ironically, they both average out to eleven point two percent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing about that is the market, the stock market, really doesn't care. The stock market is agnostic when it comes to politics. Yeah, what the market doesn't like is uncertainty. Mm-hmm. So what you're going to see next year is, and this always happens this way. As you're getting closer and closer to the election and you go through the primary cycles, and depending on who wins, the market will react a certain way because they're like, well, gee, are we going to have to do more regulatory environment? or we going to have tax ch- changes, this type of thing? And they're going to react one way or the other. And, and then the next survey comes out next week, and it's a whipsaw. So now, now the other party is gaining momentum, or mm-hmm. Congress looks like this, or Senate looks like that. And so you have this uncertainty and volatility leading up to the election. But from the election night on to the end of the year, it's almost universal. It's just it's good. Yeah. it's because we now have certainty. certainty we at least yeah. know what the game's going to be. Right, right. Yeah. We're going to yeah. have more taxes, less taxes, more regulations, less regulations, or whatever the case might be. We at least have an idea. Or what, what the market really likes is gridlock.
1: <laughs> oh boy! They
2: don't like one party having control of everything in DC. So that's the ah. market likes gridlock because less is going to get done.
0: Oh boy! Go oh. figure that for Washington DC. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you like gridlock, um, you're loving it right now, I think. So it <laughs> right. seems to be pretty locked up. Uh, so I, I'm visiting today with my friend and special guest in studio, Mr. Bruce Glenn. He's the CIO and owner of the Glenn team at Infinitas. He he knows, he's forgotten more about financials than, than I know, uh, and probably most people. So uh, I, I would recommend, if, if this is catching your attention, you're like, wait a minute, this is all news to me. Why isn't my financial advisor told me about this stuff. Okay, well, maybe there's a reason. Maybe, Bruce, maybe he might be a better fit for you. And the only way to find that out, reach out to Bruce Glenn of the Glenn team at Infinitas. Ask for a second look, a second opinion. They will go in, and they'll work with you. They'll run all the numbers. And, and maybe it's a better fit. Maybe not. But you don't know until you try. 913-563-7327. And, uh, Bruce, so, you know, we... We were just talking about this, uh, 2024 is the presidential election year. What do you expect in the year 2024?
2: Right. So let's, again, kind of stay at the high level for time's sake. But yeah. I do expect the Fed to stay paused. I don't think they're going to do any more rate hikes unless something crazy happens that we don't foresee right now. I, but I don't think they're going to start lowering rates. So we get you know, late spring, maybe early summer, we might see a rate reduction as long as inflation continues to improve and unemployment doesn't, uh, you know, dramatically jump off the the trend that we're on right now, and these things stay the course. Again, you're going to see some volatility with the upcoming election come through, but it should far and away be a good year in the market, and both for stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. I would expect to see growth stocks uh, probably outpace dividend stocks because if we're lowering rates, that means it's better profitability for growth type companies that are having to borrow money. Mm-hmm. On the bond, we've already spoke about the fact there's embedded profits built into the bond market right now. As those bonds start to mature, uh, you know, if you've got a bond that's traded, that's on paper at 90 cents on the dollar, but it's going to mature at full dollar for dollar, there's a, you know, roughly 10% profit built in right there. Plus your yield, you're getting all the way along. So we're going to see good stock and bond, both type returns. Uh, Again, borrowing is kind of a black swan event that we don't see on the horizon at the moment. Those things can always happen, but we feel good about where things are at going forward for the next Year
0: or two. And if there's something crazy happens, then there's your uncertainty, and all of a sudden, that's when you start to see the issues.
2: Right, exactly
0: okay and so what does this have to do with seniors and their caregivers well it, it's everything <laughs> okay so if you're the caregiver you're, you're 40 45 to 65 you're caring for uh, an aging or elderly parent or parents okay all of this should be you know front and center for you as you're in your earning years investment years 401ks IRAs all of those sort of things and so it's really important to have your financial uh, your financial house in order and a rock solid plan that is working and producing for you and if you're a senior maybe you are you're still investing. Maybe you're very conservative. Maybe you're interested in something conservative like a bond, and, and and you're concerned about you know the numbers that you're seeing. Well, as Bruce just mentioned, you hang on to that thing, and it's going to be a, an incredible return.
2: Should be, yeah. Again, barring potential defaults and uh, right. quality, uh, yeah. there's a lot of things go into it. But yeah, yeah at a high level, the bond market should be very strong this year.
0: Okay, so are there any contribution changes in 2024?
2: So there are. They're not not a lot, but uh, your regular IRA contribution is, is if you're under age 50, it's going to be 7,000 a year. And if you're over age 50, it's going to be the catch-up contributions, an additional 1,000. So they get you to 8,000. You put aside if you're over age 50 for 2024. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little bump up. In the 401k world, not too much of a difference. I say 401k. That's also 403b. Most 457 plans your government TSP plan, they're going to increase that by about 500 bucks. So in 2023, and you still have a little bit of time in 2023 if you mm-hmm. have a payroll cycle, you can still try and max out your or increase your uh, contribution for the year. But it was $22,500 22, for underage 50 this year, and 2024 it's going to be 23000 And then the catch-up contribution oh. you know, stays at the 7500 So instead of being a max of 30000 if you're over age 50, it's going to go to 30500 So not as much of an improvement on the 401k or the the company type of retirement plans but a pretty good uh, step up in both your traditional IRA and your Roth and you can do split contributions as well if you want to
0: Okay, and I have uh, one of my sons has uh, a good job with a, a really good manufacturing company h uh, hVAC company and long story short he's now able to contribute to the 401 k and they're going to match him dollar for dollar up to a certain number I, right. I forget the details uh, but i'm I'm excited for him to jump in he's twenty one making pretty good money he's uh, uh, very uh, thrifty with his expenses, unlike some of his other siblings <laughs> and uh, uh, I think he's really going to do well if he can buckle down and get that discipline early on.
2: Well, and that's the most important thing. If I could give any advice to anybody that would hear me out, the most important thing to do is start saving at a good pace when you're younger before life catches up, you get married, you have kids, you have a mortgage. If you can get in the habit of saving a, a decent amount of money, try and at least 10% of your pay. Mm-hmm. And if you're starting later, at least 15%. But if you can start at 10% when you're 20s and you're at least moderately in the markets, throughout history that will be you know, allow you to retire at a nice comfortable pace. Mm-hmm. If you want to retire well above your working standard, working life standard, you be 15% or more. But uh, the, getting that habit started early because most of us you know we we you know car payments, house payments, get married, kids Babies. and think yeah. about yeah. saving later, right? Yeah. And, and the later you wait, the longer you wait, the more you have to catch up and you miss all those doubling compounding periods that the market just really rewards you.
0: All the time value of money.
2: Absolutely. It's, it's huge.
0: All right, Mr. Bruce Glenn. Again, he's the CIO and owner of the Glenn team at Infinitas at 913. anywhere in the country if you're interested in more information or maybe a second look compare and contrast I would highly recommend reaching out to Bruce at 913-563-7327 and Bruce Merry Christmas and thanks for being on the program Merry Christmas and have a happy profitable 2024 absolutely amen thanks Steve (laughs) I'll be back with more coming right up
1: you're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. Stick around. We'll have more with Steve coming up next.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For podcasts of the program, go to SeniorCareLive.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're on all the major platforms, so just do a search for Senior Care Live and you will find it. All right, so here we are. This is basically Christmas weekend, and guess what we have? This happens every, every year. We have lots and lots of families and family members traveling and they're going home. I used to be one of those folks. You know, my, my family's from the you know the Kansas City Lawrence Topeka area here in northeast Kansas. And I was living in Nashville, Tennessee for a few years, had a great time down there, by the way. Great, great place. Really I loved living there. But I looked forward to jumping on the big bird and and uh, flying home and, and just having some time at home and just enjoying it with my parents and my family and friends and all of that stuff so it's just that time of year right? So we will have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people doing that very same thing they're going home and they're and they're they're spending some quality time and and usually a lot of time with their parents and siblings and and all, all the families and all the friends. So what happens very frequently, actually, if you have an elderly parent at home, either one parent or both parents, if you're fortunate to still have both of your, both of your parents, what happens very frequently is you'll go home and you'll start spending some time and hours and hours with them each day for a, a number of days. And then all of a sudden, you may start to notice some things, and you're like, "Oh, you know what? I I don't think uh, I I didn't I didn't see that I didn't catch that on FaceTime with the grandkids or on on a Zoom call or on a phone call. I didn't I I didn't put two and two together. But now this is starting to make sense. I see that mom is really forgetting a lot of things, and I guess I didn't realize that. Or and I've heard this many many times. I, I see that you know Dad's not doing not doing too bad, but I, I notice that he has some he has some bruises. And I, I'm like, Dad, what what's going on? Um, what why do you have all these bruises on you? Oh, well, I, I just I t- I took a fall the other day, and the bruises would say he's taken several falls. He's made several falls, and and all of a sudden you start looking into this, and then the light bulb starts going off. Whoa, I, we're going to need some help here. Uh, this is not safe for my parent or parents. All of a sudden, you, you see this need. It's, this, it's a new realization for you, like, oh, boy. And I shared this story recently, but I'll, I'll share it again because it's just, it, it's one of those stories that really hits home. One of my earliest clients, oh my gosh, this must have been clear back in like 2003, 2004. And she was in Denver. She flew home to the Kansas City area to see her mom. Every single year, mom and daughter made cookies, Christmas cookies, uh, you know, day or two before Christmas. And they've done this for literally for decades. So they're in the kitchen and they're making their cookies and the lady that my, my client she said, she hands her mom a cup. She, hit, she said, Here, mom, get us a cup of sugar. And, she, so, and, then, and then she turned around and she's mixing some things and breaking the eggs and doing all the stuff. And, and then she said, She realized that she doesn't have her sugar yet. She turned around and her mom's just standing there looking at this one cup, this measuring cup. And she looks puzzled. She doesn't know what to do with the cup. And my client looked at her and looked at the cup, and then it hit her like a ton of bricks. And she said, it took my breath away to realize that my mom did not know what to do with that cup. She wasn't sure how to take the cup and get a scoop of sugar to make our cookies, something they had done for decades she said, and I knew mom was slipping a little bit, but, you know, I mean, she's getting up there in age, kind of to be expected, but she said that was more than a slip. That really that indicated some, uh, a much more serious level of cognitive impairment and, and issues that would go along with that. And then she realizes that somebody, some unscrupulous person, and this stuff makes me extremely angry, she found out that over the summer, they had a, there was a storm, there were tree branches down, and some real neat fellas were going door to door. Hey, we had this storm, and I see that you have some roof damage up there. Uh, we're going to have our crews in the area. We'll be happy to put you on our list, and we can get you fixed up right away so you don't have any water leaking into your house. And if you'll just write us a check for $2,000, uh, then we'll go out. We'll make sure that we've got all the materials for you. And then we'll settle up at the end. We'll just add the labor to it. But you don't have to pay the whole thing up front. She, Oh, who do I make the checkout to? They took advantage of an elderly lady who was trusting of them and who she was having some cognitive challenges and not really thinking as sh- clearly and as sharply as maybe she once would have. And of course, she wrote the check, and of course, they cashed the check, and they were gone. They never came back. They were probably not even a, a roofing company, and they stole basically $2,000 from her mom. She realized that on her visit back home over the holidays visiting her mom. So uh, th- there's just you know a, a couple of stories, but there are going to be tens and tens and tens of thousands of Examples like this happening all around the country, this new realization. Now, if it's a minor issue and and you're like, you know, mom doesn't need to move anywhere, dad doesn't need to move, but we need to bring in some help. That's a home care company. I'm a huge fan of home care. You're going to spend somewhere between $32 to $40 an hour. On average, could be a little less, could be a little more, depending on where you live. But find a quality Home care provider, and you can bring them in a certain number of hours per day, maybe every other day, a couple times a week, every day, whatever you need. And that could be a real cost effective way to stay home. Now, the challenge of, of that is if you need a certain number of hours per day, all of a sudden you're paying a whole lot of money and if if that need increases to 24 hours a day you're paying you know, you're you're paying you know $25,000 a month maybe more so when when the math doesn't work out on that or maybe that's just not going to work out like my grandmother said you know honey i just i don't like the idea of someone coming into the house i mean i i i, I see the benefits and i see how that might work but i'm just not comfortable with that you know i am interested in moving to a senior care community with the possibility of you know maybe coming home at some point. And so that's that's the route that my, my grandparents took. but you know a lot of people are going to work with a home care provider. and again, you know, 32 to40 dollars an hour. And what I would like to offer to you, the listening audience of senior care live and, and there's no charge and no, no strings, shoot me an email and ask me for the home care provider screening tool. And I created this several years ago just because I, I was referring a lot of folks to home care. And, and a, lot of, a lot of people are like, well, how, I mean, wh- how do I know what to look for? And what do you ask about? So I thought, well, let me just put something together. So there are a lot of questions, uh, you know, front and back on, on this single sheet Home Care Provider Screening Tool. And it talks about, you know, it it asks, you know, are are you locally owned? Is this a national company? Is this a franchise? Is ownership involved in a hands-on basis? Or are they uh, basically like an absentee owner? Uh, How do you screen your employees? Do you drug test them? Do you do a a background check? So like a, a state background check, maybe even a federal background check. And, and like I said, you know, do you drug test? What kind of training do these folks get? Are they licensed and insured? And if there's an issue in my home, are they covered so with workers comp if they fall and they injure themselves is that on you or is that on me (laughs) right and uh, and if someone does not show up do you provide a substitute or a backup caregiver to come to my house to to fill that shift so there are a bunch of I, i barely scratched the surface i don't even have one right in front of me but i wanted to offer that to you today the home care provider screening tool if you're interested you you came home for the holidays all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, we, we, we have an issue here. We need to bring in some help, and you want to hire a home care provider, reach out to me. Just go to SeniorCareConsulting.com, or you could go to SeniorCareLive.com, either one, and just just send me an email. Ask me for that. I will respond to the email and attach it uh, free of charge uh, just as my way to help you in that situation. I'll be, I'll be talking about some other options next.
1: You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. To contact Steve or a guest on his show, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more coming up.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so we're talking about coming home for the holidays, you're spending time around your parents, maybe even your grandparents or other elderly loved ones in your family, and you you have this sudden, sudden and, and new realization like, oh my goodness, we, we have a problem here. And this is the time of year where families will get together and talk about uh, options, and one of the options is to stay home and bring help into the home. And a home care provider can really help you in, in a major way. You could also have someone come in to do home repairs, uh, to scoop the snow, mow the lawn, all the stuff, right? And, and you can do that, and you can remain independent at home. Uh, I worked with a couple – oh, gosh, this has been 12 years ago, maybe, 11, 12 years ago. She came into the office and – She said, all of my kids, she said, I love my kids, but they're really pushing us, you know, we need to move into one of these senior care communities, but I don't really want to move. Am I being unreasonable, or or should I just go along with what my kids want? And I said, well, let's talk about this. And what it all came down to, she was caring for her husband. He was kind of a a big guy, tall, tall guy, and... And he had early stages of dementia. So the the kids, you know, their adult children, they were super concerned about him, about their mom taking care of him, all all of the stuff. And how it could be dangerous to be at home and it's just too much to deal with. What it all came down to was we had to solve the issue of getting him. She was perfectly mobile. He was pretty mobile, a little wobbly, not bad but how do we get you up and down the stairs because the bedroom and the shower and all that's upstairs Then they come down the stairs and then they got the living room and the kitchen and dining room, all the stuff, right? So I said, ma'am, w- with all due respect to your adult children, they just want what's best for you. They're worried about you. And she goes, Oh, I, I know that. I know that, but I just, I don't want to move. I just don't want to move. I said, I, I hear you, and I totally agree with you. And again, all due respect to your adult children, I think if you would spend three, four thousand dollars, you know, thirty-five hundred bucks, forty-two hundred bucks on a on a on a stair glide, they'll put this little track, and it'll go up the side of your staircase, and your husband can sit down in the chair, buckle himself in, push a little button, and bzzz, you, you go down the stairs. Unbuckle himself, stand up, he's downstairs. You want to go back upstairs, sit down in the chair, push the button, bzz, it goes up the up, very safely, very securely. I said, if you could take the risk of the stairs out of the equation, they already had someone else coming in with some housekeeping and and helping out with laundry a little bit, cooking a little bit, mowing the lawn, et cetera. so they they're already kind of set up for that. I said, if you did that, I think you could stay in your house for a long time and you could do that safely and and relatively inexpensively. She started crying. Really? So you don't think I'm crazy uh, wanting to stay at home? I'm like, no, no, not at all. Not at all. And that's how you do it. So I made a referral to a, a company that does a great job with that. And they lived there for a long time. Let me tell you that. So it could be something as simple as that. But what if staying at home is just not going to work? And there could be a, a long list <laughs> of things that would that would lead you to, to believe that, that home is just not going to work out. Then you would need to consider moving to assisted living or moving to long-term care. If someone has any cognitive issues, you may need memory care. You may need memory care today. You may need memory care in the future. Now, I'm working with multiple families right now through my firm, Senior Care Consulting, where a parent has uh, Alzheimer's or another form of dementia, but they're early on, they're early into this. So they do not need memory care in any way, shape, or form right now, but it's reasonable to expect that they may need memory care sometime in the near future. So, uh, for for a, a number of my clients right now, we're looking at an assisted living community where she they could just get just general care today and then they have we want to make sure though that they have memory care available within that same building so that if we need that in the future then that's a super easy transition and we've got both of those bases covered. So if you and your family are interested in learning more about how my firm senior care consulting can help you navigate all of that, determine exactly what you need, determine our best options in the market, then we would go out and take a tour of all of the all of our top options. I, I ask a lot of questions that frankly most people would, wouldn't even know to ask. And then uh, I, I put all that information in a report to help you make an informed decision and move forward with confidence. So if that is something that that's resonating with you and you're like, you know what? I, I think uh, we don't need to wing this here. We need to call and call in an expert. I would be honored to serve you and your family. The phone number for senior care consulting is 913. 913- 945 2800 913 945 2800. You can also visit online at seniorcareconsulting.com. All right. So, obviously, again, it is Christmas weekend. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Uh, one thing that my mom and I, we picked up the tradition, uh, my mom comes from a Mexican uh, background and family, and in, uh, in our family, in the Cuevas family, we, uh, I didn't, uh, my mom and her siblings and, and a lot of the ladies in the family got together with Aunt Kuka, and they would make the most incredible, delicious, homemade tamales and these, this is the real deal. This isn't opening a can. <laughs> okay. These are the, that's, that's the real deal with the masa and the, and, and the, and the pork and the, the corn husks and, and all, all the stuff. And then you steam them, and oh my goodness, it's just a real special treat. Very labor intensive thing to make. <laughs> but uh, all, all the ladies got together and made, you know, I don't know, probably 10, 12, 15 dozen at, at, a, at a shot every, every Christmas. And so my fast forward to about 5 years ago, I kept telling my mom I said I I want to I want to try that. I want to try to recreate Kuka's tamales. And so we started working at it and we've got it down. And these tamales are ridiculously delicious, and we do have it down. So I'll be making uh, tamales with my mom over the weekend. Uh, we're going to go to our church uh, for a Christmas Eve service where we sing Silent Night and light candles and illuminate the entire the entire sanctuary. It's a big sanctuary with all the candlelight. It's just a really really special moment and a good uh, a great tradition. And uh, I know Christmas can be a painful time for some people. Maybe you just lost your loved one. I, unfortunately, I've been through that as well when we lost my dad back in 97. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, that's tough. Uh, but try to keep those traditions moving forward and keep your family together. And, uh, and it'll really it'll help you get, get through that for sure. So uh, anyway, Merry Christmas to you and yours. And I just hope it's a wonderful and special time uh, of the year. I, I know it is for my family, and, and I, I'm wishing that it is for you as well. All right, I'm Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live.
1: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long.